Okay, Holy Spirit. Ah. He just dropped this in my in my mind and my heart here. And this is my question. Why do we keep kicking out those who are lost and strangers from the church? Why are we kicking them away from our homes? Why are we finding ways not to be loving and caring and supportive? Men and women of God. Why are we finding ways not to be loving? I'm going to give some scripture because people are watching us as leaders and servants. We have taken these titles and we forgot about the help. I keep saying people are crying out. People are looking for us to be the example. Matthew 25 and 35 says this, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. He speaks in the manner in which we should walk. Hebrews 13 and 2 says this, do not neglect to show hospitality. Here it is. Hebrews 13 and 2 says, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. You don't know who you're meeting. And if you're using the gift of discernment, that's still an opportunity to be a blessing to the individual. Why? Because we don't fight flesh and blood. We battle against spirits. We love the individual. Battle spirits. Love the individual. Here, here's some um, here's some mysteries here in the Old Testament. Leviticus 19, 33 and 4, 34 says this. When a stranger sojourns with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. You shall treat the stranger who sojourns with you as the native among you, and you shall love him as yourself. Check this out. This is the convicting moment here. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So at one point you were that person. Humble yourself. Deacon board. Usher board. Ministers of the faith. Let's be the example that God has instructed us to do since the beginning. God is telling me to tell you guys, hey, why aren't we following the word of God, the laws of Christ? Here it is, Romans 15 and 7. This is why I said laws of Christ. 15 and 7 says this, Therefore welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God, for the honor of God. This shows honor because you, are in the, has a, you have a welcoming spirit. Romans 12 and 13 says, Contribute to the needs of the saints and seeks to show hospitality. 
these people need us. They need us. Saying it again, 1 Peter 4 9 says this show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Why are we getting upset about doing God's will? Uh, they don't need to go in here because they got this kind of clothes on. They got that kind of clothes on. They have this, that. What? Be the example. Especially our seasoned saints. Third John 1 and 5 says, Beloved, it is, faithful, it is a faithful thing you do in all your efforts for these brothers, strangers as they are. You're showing faithfulness because you have took the necessary measures and efforts for a brother who is a stranger. Exodus 23, 9 says this. This is a command now. I know I'm giving you these recommendations in, in the Bible, these scriptures. This is a command in Exodus 23 and 9. You shall not oppress a sojourner. You know the heart of a sojourner. For you were sojourners in the land of Egypt. Why are we pressing these people? We carry the light. We walk with the life. We carry the light. We walk with the life. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. We carry the light. We walk with the life. First Timothy three and two. I'm giving scripture because I want you guys to see the foundation on which we're supposed to be. First Timothy three and two says this for therefore an overseer must be above reproach. The husband of one wife, sober minded, self-controlled, respectful, hospitable, able to teach. These are the characters we should have, not just as husbandmen. But leaders of the house, leaders of the faith, those who have been given titles and roles, those who have accepted God in his work and in his word. Deuteronomy 10, I'm giving scripture. I'm not speaking off anything else. I'm giving scripture to show. Deuteronomy 10, 18 through 19 says this. He executes justice for the fatherless and the widow and the loves and loves the sojourner, giving him food and clothing. Luke 10 and 27 says this, and he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbors as well. When you love God, you're showing that you're loving the poor. You're showing that you're loving the lost, that you're willing to wash the feet of those who are lost. The whole law, we know 
We say this all the time. The whole law is fulfilled in one word. Love. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Do you love you? Yes. Revelations 21 says this, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be there, be with them as their God. If God's position is to be with people, why are we with people? This is God's resume. This is God's declaration. These are God's words. Christ, our Savior, this is his words. He's telling us, hey, this is where I'm going to be hanging out at. This is where I'm going to be. Why aren't you there? We have all these stipulations and all these things. The reason why we don't want to be there, the reason why we don't want to be helpful, the reason why we don't want to be loving. Yes. I tell you all the time, every time you look in the scripture, you always see consequence before the promise. You're always going to see it in the scripture. Marie 14, Romans 14. I'm just going to read a little bit so we can hear, okay? As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, not, but not to quarrel over opinions. This is our problem. This is our battle. We have so many opinions about people. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains. And let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats. For God has welcomed him. God has welcomed him. And if we walk in the way God tells us to walk, that means we've welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another. It is before his own master that he stands or fall, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one another as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one shall be fully convinced in his own mind. Well, Josh, it sounds like you are... Judging. No. Scripture tells us we judge according to the word of God. A righteous judge. I'm giving you scriptures to show you that I'm not doing it. The word of God is doing it. I don't own this. I don't own this justice. 
I'm just the carrier of this treasure. And I am instructed to give this treasure. I am instructed to give this Geritol at sometimes. Yeah, it tastes like Geritol a little bit. Because it's a little bit, bit convicting when you have to die to self. Then I tell you guys, check this out. There are kids jumping off bridges. There are older to young individuals who are cutting their arms and calling it tattoos. Here it is. This is the James. I told you this. James is the New Testament book of wisdom. What it, here it is, chapter 2, 14 through 17 says this. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? The willingness to help, that's the works. Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body? What good is that? This is what the scripture says. I'm not. This is what the scripture says. So also faith by itself, if it is, does not, if it does not have works, is dead. So we're passing our dead stuff. We're not, when we're not welcoming the stranger, the brother, the sister. We're still passing out something. It's just dead. Yes. This same pattern has always happened since the beginning of Genesis all the way to Revelations. I don't want to go too deep here, but in Genesis 19, it talks about that. This whole story of the Sodom story with Lot and all these things. Yes. Let's love, support, and care for our people. Here, I'm going to break down some barriers right here. Going to break down some Hebrew Israelite barriers. This doctrine of demons. Going to break this down. Because I have no fear. Deuteronomy 23 and 7. Y'all read, y'all, these Hebrew Israelites, y'all read this. I'll just skip over it all the time. Deuteronomy 23 and 7. You shall not abhor an Edomite. Mm. For he is your brother. You should not abhor an Egyptian. Because you were a sojourner in his land. Mm. So all this doctrine of demons, this, these Hebrew Israelites trying to sell. 
you should not abhor an Edomite. He is your brother. Yep, it's in here. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. And if you go a little bit further down to 28, you're going to see what happens when you do this. And the reason why we have struggled so much and the reason why we see slavery and the reason why we see all these things is because we fail from the faith. It's because we stop loving. It's because we stop caring. It's because we stop giving support. It's because we fail from the obedience to God and we picked up and ate and chewed on disobedience. Not only just the gods that we worshiped. The other gods and idols that we worshiped. We chose not to do God's will. I'm going to read it again. You shall not abhor an Edomite. He is your brother. Yep. The same white people. That the Hebrew Israelites tells us to not deal with. It's the ones God said to, to not step away from. Because the white, the black, the mixed, the purple, the whatever color. Are our brothers. They're missing context when they look at that part about the um, Esau I hate. It's the sin that he hated, not the skin tone. It's the skin, the, the sin in which he was born hated. Here we go. Hebrews 13, 16. Hebrews is full of this. It's full of this. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have. Share what you have and what you have. If God is in the inside of you, it's limitless. It never runs out. We don't we don't live according to our capacity. We live according to God's capacity. It's housed in the inside of us. For such sacrifices are pleasing to God. When we make these sacrifices for the poor, for the lost, when we make these sacrifices for the strangers, it's pleasing to God. So how can you say that you're pleasing to God if you don't carry out his commandments, his statutes? Loving the individual since Jesus landed in the flesh, he has always helped. Let me show you something. Even when he was a child in the manger, he settled the mind of the three individuals who came. He settled the mind and the curiosity of the three magis. They were wondering where it was and where it came from. They were looking like, what is that? They didn't stop till they got there. Settle the mind of Joseph. Settle the mind of Mary.
Yes, settled the mind of those who were searching. Settled the mind of Mary. And she went through those countless hours of having him. He was helping out of the womb. He helped at 12. He helped at 30. He helped at 33. He welcomed pain. He welcomed hurt. He welcomed the nails. He welcomed the nails in his hands. He welcomed the nails in his feet. He welcomed the stripes on his back for the stranger. He welcomed the thorns on the top of his head. He welcomed the the, the piercing of his side. He welcomed the beating, the slander, the disrespect. He welcomed the betrayal of Judas. He welcomed even the man on the cross who didn't accept him, tried to say things like, hey, if you be this. Take us down from here. Come on. He welcomed and endured all those things for us. We should be in the place of help. These people should be accepted, not the spirit now. Our job is to cast the spirit out, show love to the individual. Yes, show love to the individual. God loves us. So I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, redirect us. Change our thoughts, our patterns. The ways that we think when it comes to help. Deliver us from this mindset, Lord Father. Of covetedness. We don't cover the church. 
We are the church. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us, Lord Father. You spoke these things in the beginning. You said these things and declared these things in fish, fleshly. When you came in flesh, you gave it to us. And you're still speaking these things now. Teach us your will and your way. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. That we are bearing each other's burdens as instructed by the law of Christ. And we'll be careful to give you the glory and praise. The honor in which you have. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Like, subscribe, share. Support me. I eat too. I feed off this word as well. God loves you. And I love you too.